What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And today we have a very, very special guest. The one. The only. The queen herself, Kelly Ripa. Thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us. It is truly an honor for us yeah. to have you here. I am honored. I'm the honored <laughs> one. It's so, it's like listening to you introduce me, I felt like I was listening to your podcast. Aww. Well, you will be at some point when you, when you listen to <laughs> I this. Know, I know. Um, so, we're going to be going through some questions with Kelly, get her to spill some tea on her new role on Riverdale, chat some Daddy Hiram love, and all that fun <laughs> stuff. So, make sure you guys stick around for that. Uh, so Kelly, first and foremost, you're usually on the other side as the interviewer. How does it feel to be on the other side of it? Um, you know, it, it's, uh, I have to say, a little strange. Like, I have so many questions for you, okay. too, but I will. I've been told that I need to relinquish Got that. It. I need to let it go. Um, but yeah, it does feel, I'm not going to lie, it does feel strange. I always think that I'm a very, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word boring guest, but I'm just, I don't think I'm as good a guest as other people. So I, so I apologize. No, I don't, I don't no. think that at all. I don't think that at all. <laughs> we're like smiling ear to ear over here. So yeah. we're super excited. And we heard you actually, I got to listen to your podcast that you did with Anna Ferris over the summer and you did a fantastic job. I yeah. thought you did really, really good. So that was fun. That was really fun. Cause that was, um, I had never been to the San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con yeah. Yeah. and that was it was crazy. I, I've in my life, I've never seen anything like yeah. that. It was a really extraordinary event. It's definitely on my bucket list. I, I really want to go. JLag, yeah. we need to go next year. <laughs> you guys should definitely go, and you should do your podcast oh from there. Yeah, you, I mean, there. It, I, I felt bad being there because I really didn't have to work at all. I did Anna's podcast, and then I just waited to do my panel, and that was it right. for me. Yeah. Whereas all of the actors on all of the shows. They just go from, they start at five in the morning, yeah. and they end at seven o'clock right. at night, and they just go from interview to interview to interview to interview. I felt really guilty. But your panel was amazing, and that's still a big thing. Yeah, you did such a great well, job. Well, it was fun. You know, I, I relied on you two a lot for your <laughs> questions. I hope you were proud of me. Yes, we were right. very proud of you. <laughs> no, you did fantastic. It really it was fun. It was. I have to say, it was really fun. I had an advantage because Mark works on the show. Right. Everybody um, is very warm and welcoming to me, and they know that I'm not going to like hit them with yeah. some sort of shenanigan yeah, question for sure. that you know that is like just clickbait. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So th- I think everybody felt really good and comfortable yeah, up there. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back into it. Um, we just wanted to wish you a happy New Year from yeah. Recap Rewind. Hey, to you too. How were the holidays? Um, they were great. It, it was really nice because Mark had, um, you know, the, the, a winter break, which was his schedule is always changing at the yeah. drop of a hat right. at a moment's notice. So we never know what we're going to get, wow. but we got a nice, like a full two-week break. Amazing. And um, we spent the first half of it in New York yeah. with our families and just being um, being tourists in our own city, which was really That's fun. That's so cute. I have to say. That's awesome. And then uh, and then we went to Colorado and we went skiing and it was beautiful wow. and it was gorgeous and that's awesome. You know, you know a lot of people don't know this about uh, Hiram Lodge. He's an expert skier. Yeah, 
He That's really awesome. Is. He's an amazing. He does skier. all the black diamonds and all the. He does. Damn. He does all of That's that. Crazy. Yeah. Um, what was your fave gift this year from uh, Daddy or the kids? Um, you know, he he's so he's so good at this. Um, he got me. It's gonna sound. Um, it's gonna probably sound not the most romantic gift, but I really <laughs> wanted it. And he knows I really wanted it. He got me this incredible biography on Frederick Douglass. Aww. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Everybody's like, is that an 8,000 page book? Yeah. <laughs> I go, well, it's Frederick Douglass. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the intro? But, where, where does that come from? I guess it's a personal, like. Um, I, you know, I, I, I love to read about history and um and I had read so many great um reviews about about this biography in particular. Okay. And it was it wasn't even something I asked him for. I just sort of spoke out loud about it more than once and he like on his own went and picked up the book and wrapped it and the whole oh, thing and it was like a very nice surprise <laughs> so uh since we're in the new year and i wanted to talk really quickly about new year's resolution so i know that usually people including myself always want to hit up the gym mm -hmm. uh, for the new year's resolutions mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem like you usually have that problem so <laughs> uh do you have any other resolutions for this year yeah my my um resolution is the same every year my problem is answering emails in a timely fashion okay <laughs> i am so bad at it i become so overwhelmed by it um that's a good right? that's a good resolution it seems manageable <laughs> it seems doable in theory yeah. but the reality is it's the same resolution <laughs> every year and i still can't seem to get it done so before we specifically talk about the role um i just wanted to talk about the fact that you're back doing scripted television at least for this uh riverdale special um the last time that i saw you actually both of us saw you uh was on that hilarious episode that you did for broad that city uh which was <laughs> such a great so episode good. to watch and i remember watching it and being like does Kelly Ripper really live like this? <laughs> I, <laughs> I kept saying that too. I told you. <laughs> what is it uh, like getting back into the actress saddle for Riverdale? Well, I've got to tell you, it was it's really one of those things that um, now that my kids are older, they mm -hmm. are so self-sufficient that... Right. And now and my husband lives in Vancouver. I realize that I have a lot of free time on my hands. It has allowed me to go back to what I know, yeah. right. which is acting. What are some of the big differences you find with scripted television and then having the daily talk show? Well, the daily talk show is really, um, you know, Ryan and I are so simpatico yeah. and we yeah. are so good at reading each other's thoughts that it doesn't feel like work mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. I, it really does not feel like work. Bringing a character to life yeah. and putting the thought process of, of the creator into your brain and trying to right. act and hearing words that I did not uh, make up come out of my right. mouth <laughs> now seems now seems strange. Back when I started hosting the talk show, just ad-libbing my words, that sounded yeah, strange. Right. Like my own voice coming out of my own right. mouth, not in character, sounded strange. And now it's the complete opposite. Now I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm a character. I should not be doing this the way I, Kelly, would do it. I should do this the way Miss Mulray right, would right, do it. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. Right. But it was like, it's like, a, it's two parts of your brain. You just have to turn it on yeah. and off. And when, you know, it's like with anything, you just sort of forget how it works initially. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I guess in that same vein, you're talking about scripted versus doing things that are kind of more just your personality. You know, we were talking kind of offline about how the way that like media is changing so mm-hmm. much now, the way that people consume content is so different. And we saw that you started a new web series with your friend Rachel Harris, Heads and Faces. Yes. So how could you tell us a little bit about how that came about? And Yeah, it's really it's it's the funniest. I mean, this story is like. This came to be when Rachel moved back to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So when she up and moved, we started FaceTiming each other. We, it started out with us sending videos to each other because, you know, something ridiculous would happen or something so absurd in our lives would happen that we would, it wouldn't be enough to text it or to leave a message. We would have to show each other our outrage (laughs) face to face. So we started video chatting. And one day I was video chatting with Rachel and my producing partner, Albert Bianchini was in the bathroom. I was getting ready. We had to go to some industry thing and I was putting makeup on and she was getting ready and she was putting makeup on and Albert said this is so ridiculous this is a TV show (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and so and so that's sort of how it came to be and and so we shot like this little teaser which by shooting a teaser I mean we literally edited an actual conversation we had and we showed it to Facebook watch and they loved it that's awesome and so that's basically how the show was born. And our motto is, it's eight minutes, so you'll watch. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's our, true. That's our commercial. Yeah. Because it's really meant for your subway yeah, ride. Right. It's yeah. like, you watch it on your phone, and we cover, believe it or not, we get deep. Yeah. But it's like, it's just the bullet points of, of deepness. Yeah. Right. So I think smart. it's yeah. I think it's such a cute, adorable idea. You guys have such a obvious like natural chemistry since you guys are so close. Yeah. She makes me laugh more than any other person <laughs> on the planet. I mean, she truly is one of the funniest people I've yeah, ever she's met. Hilarious. I think it's a it's such a fantastic new outlet that you guys have started to experiment with. And um, I guess just to follow up with that, you know, uh, like I was saying, this new generation is really. It seems like they're always wanting. I'm sure you can tell with your kids are always like consuming new content they always are hungry for so much more and different avenues and different ways to get it so something like a web series even things like podcasts um what are your thoughts on kind of moving because i know that you have been doing this live uh this live show and now you're doing kind of scripted television again for a little bit are there any other kind of new avenues that you'd love to explore in the near future i mean i think it's like everything is always evolving so i do like digital platforms because i know like you said i have kids i see the way they consume content Mm -hmm. my daughter has i don't think she's ever watched an episode of riverdale on tv Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. you know what i mean it's always been through an app on her computer um and and she watches other things like one of my daughter's favorite shows is beverly hills 90210 like the original the one? original one no what All the- <laughs> she thinks that the other one is the original one oh, and that they are making and she just heard that they're making a new beverly hills oh, 90210 yeah. and i go no 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 that would be the original you've been watching the non-original <laughs> yeah, so funny but she doesn't understand like luke perry i was like no 
Luke like, Perry, yeah. you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Lola. <laughs> yeah. She, I know. I was like, Lola, get with your program. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting uh, conversation. We about- like putting things on digital platforms as well as developing our own content. We love, you know, we're develop. I think we're developing two two scripted comedies right now out of Ooh, our production nice. company, Melojo. That's and awesome. so to me, that's what I really enjoy doing the most. You know what I mean? I like developing. Like, I don't want to be on camera forever. Right. And, um, and I really do enjoy the development process. And I like watching other people um, to fulfill their dreams. I really mm-hmm. do. Like, I mm-hmm. like discovering talent i like working with people i know i i have i've made so many incredible friends over the years um that i've worked with that quite frankly i don't think have ever gotten their fair share of attention or work and i like exploring the possibilities of collaborating with people i know are amazing and Mm -hmm. yet have not burst out right yeah it's amazing yeah no that's really exciting we wanted to talk to you about that a little bit later as well uh, yeah milodro um, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, before we get into that, let's talk some Riverdale. Riverdale. Yes. <laughs> the Riverdale stuff. Um, so before we get into that uh, properly, uh, we just wanted to quickly mention how we got here in the first place. So our man, but really your man, Mark and Swales. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could say our man. I'm, our very, man. I'm very, very generous. <laughs> I share him. To share. Okay. <laughs> um, so he found us during the last season of Riverdale. And because of that, we have this amazing chance to talk to you so shout out to M Sway for the connect thanks Mark <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's been a few seasons of Mark on Riverdale now it's uh, it's a second season on the show and even though we as you know Riverdale fans love seeing Hiram Lodge on the screen uh, we know that you guys have been doing this long distance mm-hmm. thing for a bit of time and I know you mentioned that you have had to do this a few times in your guys's relationship as well but uh, how have you guys adjusted being away from each other uh, for these long periods of time you know like i like i said it really is something that we're quite used to and i think that if if you are not um like we are we have a great marriage and a great friendship and uh we have tremendous respect for each other we've been married um almost 23 years and i i can honestly say he is my favorite person i have ever met in my life um as you know he is incredibly smart and talented and handsome and all of that, but he's really kind and generous and so funny. He, when I met him, he made me laugh more than any other person I had ever met before him. Like he just really made me like belly laugh. And he's just a lovely fellow. Mm -hmm. Having said that, when you work with an actor and when you're married to an actor or dating an actor, you know that your life is sort of unconventional. So um, 90% of our marriage has been with him living and working outside of the house, like living in other places, working in other places. And we're always lucky that we, um, that my job allows me um, time off. You know, we have vacation time built into the contract. So we've always been able to, as a family, go to some pretty exciting places wherever he's working and right. really get to see um, America and get to see the yeah. world because yeah. of these jobs. So we've been very, very fortunate. And for us, because we are um, uh, 
independent people and individuals in our own right. We are separate people as well as being a married couple. So I think that for us is really what helps us through like not seeing each other for a few weeks at a time. So, you know, it's like, it makes the time that we see each other like more precious and more valuable to us. Mm -hmm. So we spend it being incredibly kind to each other and really dialing into each other and catching up instead of like sitting on our phones or, you know, like we, we spend it, we spend it in a way that matters. So talking a little bit more about your acting career, you've done your, you've been pretty versatile in your career. You've done drama, you've done comedy, and even this show is a little bit of both. But what do you, uh, what do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy drama? Do you enjoy comedy? Is it? I mean, I love, I love, um, you know, I did a live sitcom for three years. We taped it in front of a live studio audience. And I have to tell you, making an audience laugh is just, there's nothing quite like it. It feeds your soul. I just love comedy. I think there's nothing as great as comedy. Um, That's why I like Riverdale so much, because not only am a week, week after week, I am like, gobsmacked at how talented this cast is and how talented the writing is. But it's like, it is, it's the singing, it's the dancing, it's the dark, it's dark and scary and twisted. And then right when you don't expect it, I'm laughing. You know what I mean? I'm like, I am out loud screaming laughing. And it's, it's got everything. I think that's why it's been so successful and so popular. Absolutely. Is because it's got something for everybody and across all age demographics. It really is quite remarkable. For sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your role, Mrs. Mulray. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so we don't know too, too much, but how did it, first of all, how did it come to be? How did it even start? All roles in my acting career have trickled through my husband. <laughs> okay. um, I'm not kidding. It is it really, I, I always, I often say, would I even have an acting career if not for Mark? <laughs> but um, it, it, he said to, Mark said to me, Oh, uh, Roberto wants to know uh, if maybe you'll um, play my mistress. And I was like, what? And it was was on the heels of Michael playing Mark. Yeah. Right. And I said said it before, and I'll say it again, and I mean it. I'm like, don't, I think, I fear the Consuelos family might become the three-day-old fish of Riverdale. (laughs) You don't want to, like, overstay your welcome. and And I, I... I don't know. I just pictured a sexy person playing his mistress. I mean, come on, come on, like, come on girl. You gotta give yourself about? a little bit more credit. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, I was like, but I shouldn't. I was like, shouldn't Marisol play your mistress? <laughs> He's like, Marisol plays my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so you know, so in my mind, I was, I was so honored and so blown away um, at the concept that anybody would even consider me mistress material. Um, so, uh, so I, so I said yes. And it was, it was truly like that simple, but it was so funny. You knew my character's name before I did. Oh, really? Oh, somehow, okay. somehow like I've got to tell you, Riverdale fandom. We're, we we are crazy. They know things. They uh, I I found pictures of myself in character that I was like, that's an amazing picture. Where did that come from? Oh my it's god! Truly, it's truly amazing. Yeah. <laughs> were there any questions you asked Roberto about Mrs. Mulray and like how you're supposed to play her? No, it was all it 
was once I got the character breakdown, it was all pretty. Um, it's it's they tell. I mean, it's he tells you everything. Okay. That I yeah. need. That it's like everything's on a need to know basis. Really. Right. Got it. Um. So it's it's really just I am a uh, I'm just a a plot point. I think. Okay. Um. If I if I may uh if I may if I may um. I don't, I'm always so afraid that I'm going to give something I away. <laughs> um, but I, I, there's there's a story detail that is revealed um, through my character. Okay. Um, but it was so funny as I would. It was one of those moments where I found myself watching and listening like a fan watching right. the show and then I was like snap out of it you're now in the show so I was <laughs> you're like so what am I gonna do next <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like oh this is gonna be so good and then I thought no girl you're in the show pull yourself together yeah so I have a feeling and I don't know if you can let us know or tell us but I have a feeling that the character of Mrs. Mulray is slightly adapted from a character in Roman Polanski's 1974 film Chinatown can you comment further, or you just can't say anything? <laughs> oh my goodness, this is amazing! I cannot comment, and that's okay. amazing. Okay, that's an amazing. Wait, how do you know about Chinatown? Uh, I, Google. <laughs> Google. Google, and um, you know, I think Roberto always he throws to um, these great iconic films. So my first instinct was like, this must be from a film somewhere. Um, and then I just I sort of found that, <laughs> and then I read the description. I'm not gonna tell our fans what it is; they can go and read that. But um, I told Jalek, and he was like, "Oh my god, that totally is." <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to tell you that is a very it's a very good. Um, I don't want to get you into trouble, so <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying that's a very it's a very interesting use of the internet. Yes, <laughs> and now I gotta go watch Chinatown. Yeah, <laughs> right after this. But by the way, everybody should watch Chinatown just anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. So, if you could describe Mrs. Mulray in one word, what would it be? She's 15 years younger. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um. I, I would describe her as steely. She's steely. Ooh. She, um, even if she's rattled on the inside, she doesn't show that she's rattled. Got you it. never see that she's rattled. So uh, she's tied up with Hiram, as we kind of know or assume. Um, and we've recently noticed like a huge swell of haterade for uh, Daddy Hiram Lodge this season. Um, <laughs> how has it been watching Mark become such a huge villain on TV? You know, it's so funny because, you know, without bad guys, there is no story. It's I mean, true. it's just, it's it's just so that true. simple. It's like, I always go, because Mark, Mark is always like, oh my God, I'm so rotten. I'm so evil. But he's so such a sweet he's such a good person and he plays such a good bad guy he, yeah he and he always has like whenever he's played a bad guy it's always been my favorite role for him yeah because it's just like the opposite of everything he is right but i always you know i always go back to like i'm a dallas fan from day one from the 70s right and like without jr the most evil of bad guys of all time yeah. there was no story you know, right. it's like even when they shot him, they were like, we better get him better fast. Yeah, because yeah, right. like, sure. you know, it's like the, the, it's the it's the evil characters that move the story along. Absolutely. And without conflict, there is no 
there's there's no story. There's no so drama. It's just, yeah. You know, it's like you you need to have a rub. You need to have a villain to root for the good guy. For, for sure. sure, absolutely. And I think that like that's something that we also kind of experienced watching the show. That there's been a lot of people who were like, let's just kill him off. Let's get rid of this guy. I'm so over his character. But yeah. really, when you think about it, it's exactly what you were saying. As soon as you kill off that character, then what? You know, like, then what? Yeah, then, then you what? go. Then what? He's he's yeah. honestly so much fun to be the antagonist of the show. And to me, I feel like I feel like he's a little bit of an anti-hero where like he plays I mean, he's still a good dad, yeah. a little. I try so to. I feel like he's yeah. coming in and out of it. <laughs> I try to put it into our, our conversations whenever, whenever we have the podcast, and yeah. say, you know, like, look, he's trying with, <laughs> he's really trying with Veronica in this scene. But yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy for the right reasons sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sometimes in his mind, I mean, and that's the thing. I think that uh, you know, it's so funny. I was just talking to Jeffrey Dean Morgan about this. Oh yeah. Um, from The Walking Dead, right, and, he, right. and he was laughing. He goes, he goes. So is um, is Mark tired of people telling him to drop dead on the street? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he played a bad guy for so long. Because right. yeah. I go, I go. I don't think. I don't think he, You know, he's he hasn't personal. He hasn't internalized it yet. <laughs> and he goes, um, he it, it's it's that thing. You know, it's like. It's only a bad guy if you look at it from the good guy's perspective, Correct. right? Yes, it's like absolutely. the bad guy thinks he's doing the right thing. Right. In his mind, he's doing all the right things. Exactly, yeah. When, when we got the chance to talk to Mark, he kind of to- told us, this guy's not just evil for being evil. He's He's got a reason for it because it makes him more believable. Of course. He's protecting his family and what he's worked hard for. Like exactly. that's, yeah. his, that's his motivation for everything. Preach. He's yeah. always protecting his family and what he worked hard for. And he's... Yeah. You know he's he's not going to uh, give it up for anybody. Yeah, yeah. he's daddy. That's all. <laughs> he's it is. daddy. <laughs> he is daddy. We can all agree he is daddy. Yes. yes. So you guys got to film in Vancouver and you got to see the set. Um, did Mark or Michael give you any advice before heading there? Um, Mark was very. How should I put it? He was like a um, proud. Uh, I don't want to use the word daddy, but he was like, <laughs> like he came Husband. to work with me, and I, and I said, "You don't have to come to work with me. It's fine." Like, it's right. I was like, "This is not my first set, and yeah. don't worry, I know everybody." But he came to work with me. He was very diligent about introducing me to everyone and taking me around and making me feel comfortable. And plus, Marisol was there. Like, I had my right. my yeah. girls were there. I got to see everybody. It was really nice. And, um, you know, the sets really are quite spectacular. And um, I felt like I was walking into the wilderness, even though I was on a set indoors. It still felt like I was somehow because that, um, you know, that fog, that that smoke, that smoke that you see um, on Riverdale, that smoke is like pumped everywhere. (laughs) It is like you walk in and I'm like, I can't see where I'm going. It's like a haze. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a haze. Yeah, it's a nice and which I like, I like a hazy, you know, <laughs> I like, I, I kept saying, I kept thinking, why can't we have haze on the set of live? That would make yeah. morning so much, so much more foggy. tolerable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But it was really cool. It was like just seeing the wardrobe department yeah. and, you know, having the trailers are really cool. It's all very, it's just like a really well run 
production. production. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine. It seems like that. I can yeah. totally imagine. So like you mentioned, you and Mark have befriended a lot of the cast members since last season. Uh, what was it like seeing them on set and then working with the rest of the cast? Um, well, I only work with, um, if I, I work with two people. So okay. That's all I can say. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I was joking the entire time. I was like, well, you're about to see something you've never seen before. <laughs> I don't know what. But it was really, I mean, it was just really fun and um, easy. And I, like I said, I'm really in awe of how talented this group is. They yeah. really are, they just are so talented. Yeah. It's endlessly entertaining for me as a viewer. And and the only downside um like I said, was trying to remind myself to stop watching what was happening and to be in the moment. And to be in it, yeah. Right. Yeah, because I'm such I'm such a viewer and like I said, I was a viewer before Mark joined the cast. Right. So it was hard for me to not watch. Yeah. You know, I just kept saying, Okay, you're in you're in the scene. <laughs> so stop put your watching face on. it. Yeah. yeah. Get the pop put the popcorn down. <laughs> you know, they are I have to say, as a cast, they are the loveliest. They yeah. really are. Like I watched the way you know, I, I sat back and I watched at um at Comic Con yeah. um the way they uh, treat their fans and they are fantastic to the fans of their show. Mm -hmm. And I think that that really matters. I, it's not always that way. It's not always that way. Right. But, um, but that they are really terrific to um, their fan base. And I and I think that says something about For them. Sure. So uh, like you mentioned, you're like buddies with, you know, Marisol Nichols, who plays uh, Hiram Lodge's wife um, on the show, um, Hermione. Um, and you did mention that you are only in a, a scene with a couple of cast members, but yes. we're hoping, you don't have to confirm, but we're hoping that it might be her because we're thinking maybe there's a cat show, fight. a little cat fight, <laughs> a little showdown between, <laughs> between the mistress and the wife. I can confirm, nor can I deny. <laughs> I can say nothing. Okay. But <laughs> But we were going to say that if that is the case, has Joaquin already given you some boxing pointers? <laughs> oh, you know what? That would be, you know what? He has not. But, you know, any way to put the rest of the family to work. Let's, right? let's face it. He I becomes mean, the online trainer. Yeah. yeah. I do love, I do love a televised girl fight. I don't know why. Right? I'm so anti-girl fight in real life. But, it, but one on TV to me is just like... Again, it goes back to my love of Dynasty and Dallas 100%. and Falcon Crest when yeah. those women would rip off each other's shoulder pads and just go at it. It go was like it. it was my lifeblood, you know what I mean? Take the earrings off, yeah. And I know that Marisol and I could do the best girl fight of all time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be amazing. So we got to see Michael this season play young Hiram in the flashback episode. Um, just curious if Joaquin or Lola, if they want to do uh, any acting in the near future. <laughs> you know what? Joaquin was in the school play this year. And oh yeah, we saw it. Romeo and Juliet, yeah, right? Yeah. He was in Romeo and Juliet. And I've got to tell you, and maybe, uh, listen, uh, Marv, I, I said this to Mark, and he goes, you don't say. Because I go, Mark, i got to tell you, my eye went right to him. And he goes, oh, really? As his mom, your eye went right to him? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's true. I guess all the parents' eyes go right to their kids. But they're nice, they're nice kids, I will say that. They really are very sweet. Um, Michael loved 
acting, nice. knowing the cast and knowing everybody beforehand yeah. really made it very, um, you know, they took care of him. That's awesome. Okay, so going back to Mrs. Mulray, yeah. if you can tell us anything, um, what can we expect? Um, who or what should we watch out for in that episode? Um, gosh. Um, somebody somebody puts together (laughs) (laughs) you can't answer I'm not sure if I can answer anything Um, she does I will say this Miss Mulray um, has the most adorable gun I've ever seen. Oh yeah, okay. I'm not a okay. I'm All not right. a gun person. Yeah, um, and I wouldn't ordinarily disclose that. But then I think Riverdale released a still of me holding yes. it, yes. so I felt yes. like it was safe to talk about. You're in the trailer for it. Yeah. Yes. yes, and also you're gonna love this one. In the promo of the episode, we see that there's like a fancy egg in the scene yeah so just jumping off of what <laughs> what you were talking about the other day on live with the kylie jenner egg challenge <laughs> can we can we somehow use that <laughs> yes i think that egg should be the most liked egg exactly yeah, yeah. we're totally gonna do that so should we start in, start like start on instagram do you need to let kylie jenner know that we're, we're yeah. doing it or <laughs> yeah no i think we should, we should just, just do, it. do it by the way by the way wait till you see this egg oh i mean God. you know because the egg that's like getting all of the love See? right now is just a plain exactly. brown egg. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it for you. We yours is it. fancy. Yeah, yours, yours looked fancy. Hashtag Kelly's yeah. egg. <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving through it, um, who does K-Rips think that the Gargoyle King is? You're into this mystery as a viewer, I guess you can answer maybe. It's, it's so funny. I have like, I have theorized about the Gargoyle yeah. King. I mean, I keep thinking that the Gargoyle King is like a figment of everybody's imagination. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think people have been going back and forth between the two because even the way they shoot it when he shows up, it's very like mystical. There's colors. It looks like there's a light show going on in the background. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Right. I'm like, is that is that like a is that a hallucination? Right. It is a, because I don't want to. I don't want to bring up um, my soap opera days again. But there, we, there was a soap opera plot point um, where Mateo, played by Mark Anzuelos, aka Hiram yeah. Lodge, strangled my mother <gasps> and threw her overboard in the of a oh boat gosh. in the middle of a group hallucination on some. Um, there was like a a drug slipped into everybody's water oh. at this party, and it made everybody do crazy things. So much drama. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and spoiler alert! Too, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess there's no real way of knowing right now. We tried to theorize too who it could be, and we have no clue I know. at all. Well, I kept asking Mark, which, by the way, asking Mark anything is like he just. You cannot crack yeah. him. He can stand up under torture. I was like, you're the gargoyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can tell me. I was like, I won't we tell anybody. Yeah. I won't tell anybody. And he knows me so well that he's like, he's like, he just stares at me. He goes, why do you think I'm the gargoyle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I go, because it has to be you. And he goes, and he, and he, I honestly, I don't think he knows. I don't think he right. knows. Yeah. I mean, because I think but, even with the Black Hood, uh, apparently they kept that a secret to uh, like almost all of the cast members until the very end. Mm-hmm. So, oh well, I was convinced he was the Black Hood. <laughs> I mean, I was, every season. By the way, I was telling my friends, I'm like, listen, 
I was like, you didn't hear from me, but he's a black guy. And they were like, oh, my God, he told you that? And I was like, no, but I just yeah. know. I know. It's my husband. I know. I know when he's hiding things from <laughs> me. But, but, I mean, I was convinced. I was really convinced. So, so leaving Riverdale, right? I think that concludes yeah. our Riverdale questions. I think that's Riverdale questions. Um, we were just curious um, to talk about Oscar season. I mean, it's just around the corner. It's just yeah. around the corner. And uh, we just wanted to yeah. know, M. Sway K. Rips, are you guys making an appearance on the red carpet? We will be on the red carpet. Yes, we will. Did you guys uh, have a chance to watch any of the nominee uh, movies yet or nominated movies yeah, yet? Yeah, I've watched, I've watched um, I, most of them. There's a couple I haven't seen yet because I kind of, we were like waiting to be with each other to yeah. see them. Yeah. Um, uh, I really love, oh gosh, it's like, it's so hard. It's so hard to pick um, performances that you yeah. love. But um, um, I love Regina King's performance in If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay. I just think that she's incredible. She's just like, and more so than just that one film, it's like her overall body of work. Yeah. And then... Um, Did you watch A Star is Born? No, I haven't. That's one I haven't seen yet. Okay. I haven't seen yeah. A Star is Born that yet. One was because we're waiting for to be with each other to yeah. see it. And But it's so funny because I we are... Um, we're shooting something for our after Oscar show, and I ha- and they're like, you have to watch A Star Is Born yes, for if sure. we're going to pull off our thing, yeah, because we're doing a thing. And Are you guys gonna for, do a duet? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do. Yes, you guys, you figured it out. A lot of people don't know Nailed that I have it. the voice of an angel. <laughs> it's not just my speaking voice that's this amazing. It's, you should hear my singing so voice. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, so thanks so much, uh, Kelly. But before we let you go, we wanted to know if you could play a quick game with us, maybe? Of course. So the game is called Slang Specifics, and we know that you're into your IG slang game, and we wanted to test some of your knowledge on some of our favorite slang words and see if you oh know them. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm so bad at this, but I can't wait. Let's this is exciting. Make Lola proud. <laughs> yeah. Or, or humiliate her like I often do. Right. All right, so the first one is getting lit. Oh, getting lit. Is that like getting drunk? Yes. So there's two. Okay. There's like two different versions. There's getting lit as in getting drunk, or, or uh, it's lit as in like it's describing a, yeah, a that's great cool, situation. Right? Yeah, that's cool. Right. Lit. Yeah. Yeah. Lit. The party's awesome. It's lit. Yes. Exactly. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is on roads. <laughs> Wait, on what? On roads. On roads. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a stump. I didn't even know this one. <laughs> NB threw it in and I was like, I don't on know this road. one. <laughs> on roads. Um, on Does that mean you're you you you're you you're smart? No. No. <laughs> so the meaning is I'm on the way. Like for example, my brother would say, I'm on roads, fam. Be there in five. <laughs> oh, on roads. <laughs> so Oh wow. Yeah, I'm yeah. on roads. Instead of like <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I thought like like Rhodes as in Rhodes Scholar oh. and, and like on point oh, and wow. I was like, oh, on Rhodes. Well, let's He's turn so that smart. one. He's on yeah. Rhodes. Let's turn that one into something. That it sounds pretty good. <laughs> See, back in the day, we used to say, I'm going to scoop you up. I'm oh, I like you. that one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to scoop you. I'm going to scoop you up in five. Yeah. yeah. So the next one is salty. Oh, like when a person has an attitude. Yeah, mm. like being bitter. Right. Why are you so salty? Okay, the next one is, and I think you're going to get this, it's called, it's ship. Oh, ship. It's like a relationship. Yeah. 
I learned this from my husband who learned this from being on Riverdale. Exactly. <laughs> Do you and Mark have a ship name? Um, God, what, what, what would our ship name be? Melly? Melly? <laughs> Melly? Yeah, I guess Melly. Or, or like Kark? <laughs> I like Kark. I don't like Kark. Kark is, Kark is hard Kark, to pull off. Yeah, I like Melly. So, speaking of ships, do you uh, ship anybody on Riverdale? Specifically? I, do. I mean, I, I sh- here's here's my secret ship. You want to hear yes. my secret yes. ship? Um, I call them Hiram's Wags. <laughs> and I think that Hermione and Mrs. Moray Ooh. should have a relationship. Oh, yes. my God. Into it. And we'll call it Ho-Ray. <laughs> Love it. I love it. That's I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's start that up too. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag yeah, I'm Emma. sure all the teenage fans are clamoring yeah. to see that. <laughs> to see the mistress storyline. I am. I mean, um, the next one is thirsty. Thirsty is when you are desperate for, like, sexy. Like, yes. when yeah. you are desperate for sexy, uh, sexy images. You got it. You got it. Okay, the next one is throwing shade. It's when you insult somebody. Yeah. The next one is spilling tea. It's when you tell gossip. That juicy gossip. And the next one is shook. It's when you are, you, it's like you're, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to use another word. It's like shock. Yes. When you, yeah. <laughs> the real word. <laughs> right. It's the real word is shock. Everybody pronounces it shook now. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as gagged or weave snatched. <laughs> Wig snatched is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Wig snatched, I believe, comes from the early 90s. Oh yeah. 100%. 100%. And probably drag, drag queens, yeah. for sure. Yeah, of course. That's when there was a real wake snatch. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, extra. Extra. My my daughter has referred to me as extra for years. <laughs> and I thought that extra was great until recently. Until People were like, extra means it's not great. Extra is when you're like a pain in the ass. <laughs> Too Can much. I say that? Yeah. Okay, for the last one, it's glow up. Oh, glow up is when you make yourself pretty. Yeah, yeah. that works. Is that right? Yeah, yeah usually it's no? like, usually it's from like going from like from ugly duckling ugly, to like, like pretty pretty swan. So it's like, oh geez, have you seen Becky lately? She got the glow up since the high school. <laughs> so it's like, amazing. Yeah. So like, like yeah. <laughs> using, you know what? We're using it differently on the talk show. They're like, oh, you look glow up. <laughs> you're you're all glowed up, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that, that works. Thinking, yeah, they're just. You know, it's like resurrecting the dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a morning TV and everybody's basically crawling out of their coffee. Yeah. Um, are there any ones that you've been using recently that uh, that are on your roster? I'm trying, I'm trying to think. We use everything I say. My daughter is like, no, mom, no. Please stop. Um, yeah, everything is no. Um think what's a good one i mean i i i told i mean i still use dope and my daughter's like stop <laughs> and then i said the other day something was fat i go it's fat right yeah. and she goes and she goes ew what did you just say and i go that's fat you know with a ph goes, i know what you meant she goes it's gross to hear you talk like that she doesn't understand, oh like, the old school slang versus the new school slang. She doesn't, slang. Yeah. right. She's like, it seems so prehistoric to her. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's as if a dinosaur came falling out of my mouth. <laughs> um, okay, so, Kelly, that was amazing. Thank You're, you so much. 
Uh, I, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like still kind of in shock that uh, we got to have a chance to talk to you. Um, thank you so Listen, much for being on the podcast. Anytime, and thank you so much. <laughs> really, I appreciate it. For my stickers, my pop socket, Aww. you don't even understand. You guys are the best. You really are the best. so welcome. It's the least we could do. Um, but you're So you're literally working all day, every day. Um, do you have any downtime that you're looking forward to? Maybe running away from the snow in New York? As a matter of fact, I have a couple of days coming up off and I'm taking a girl's trip Ooh. with um a, with one of my very best girlfriends and wait for it <gasps> Mark Consuelo. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> awesome. That'll be fine. Because he he happens to have like a couple of days off too. Nice. Um if you count the weekend, so he's going to come and meet us for our girls' trip for like two days, Sweet. and then go back to uh, Vancouver. So that's awesome. So I will get to see him in a, in a little bit, nice. like a nice little a little break. That's nice. great. So really quickly, um, we know that you guys are super busy with with uh, Milo Joe Productions. What can we expect from you guys in the coming year? Um, well, we've got, let's see, we've got a couple of scripted series that we're working on right now. Mm -hmm. One is called uh, Work Wife, oh, yes. which is based on basically my relationship with Ryan Seacrest. Right, right. <laughs> um, it really is like the two of us um, have a relationship that is just, it, it, spell binds people they're like the two of you seem like siblings <laughs> but funny. you can also read each other's thoughts and so um our friend michael ian black who i worked with on ed which was a show that was around before you were born <laughs> um he is um writing he's writing that uh, it's like a, a sitcom as we speak it's actually um like a single camera a single camera comedy Ooh. and then we have a multi-camera called the gomez way hmm. which is about a mexican-american family with a strict so sort of uh, code that centers around the patriarch of the family and all of sort of the nouveau things that he's had to deal with right. um raising children um that don't necessarily have his like old school mentality right yeah and um and then just the same stuff that we've been working on mm -hmm. you know that's that awesome of, that, that's exciting yeah we're yeah. doing uh trying to do some more episodes of heads and faces on facebook watch mm -hmm. and all of that stuff so it's keeping us it's keeping us busy i will say that that's, that's great that's really good um, yeah. So. So yeah, that's that's the end of the podcast for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks again, Kelly. You Thank are the you. best. Um, You're the best. I'm a big fan. I'll talk to you next time. And for our listeners, thank you so much for sticking around on this very special episode. I want to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Lit Rewinders, Tina N, Namas, Sarge, Serena, and Kylie. And our Mommy Rewinders, we got Becca, Sarah, and Tamala. Thanks so much, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things Recap Rewind, exclusive content, contests, and updates, and exclusive clips from this interview. And also make sure you check us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and Facebook. Make sure you guys stay connected to join the conversation. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with Recap Rewind. 
Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.